Studenting encourages open dialogue between our participants. Opinions expressed in this episode are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of McGill University Student Services. This episode was recorded in January 2022. Public health guidelines may have changed since the time of recording. Studenting. Welcome to Studenting, your favorite podcast for all things McGill, hosted by students working in student services. I'm your host, Margaret. Each season, we dig into a facet of the student experience, talking with people across campus about life at McGill beyond the classroom. This season is all about community, finding it, building it, and helping it grow. Today, Patricia Kamara, VP Internal for the Dietetics and Human Nutrition Undergraduate Society, the DHNUS, Meha Sharma, the MAC Campus Commissioner for the Postgraduate Student Society, the PGSS, and Shannon Walsh, the local wellness advisor for McDonald Campus, join us to talk about community on McDonald Campus. Welcome to the Studenting McDonald Campus episode, everybody. We're very excited to have the opportunity to talk with the three of you today and learn all about MAC Campus. Um, if each of you could just introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your role on MAC Campus or your relationship to it, that would be a lovely way to kick this off. Shannon, could we start with you? Sure. Um, Well, thanks for having me, first off. Um, My name is Shannon Walsh, and I am the local wellness advisor at McDonald campus. Um, I feel like it's a real honor to get to be part of the MAC community. And uh, I'm also part of the Student Wellness Hub's uh, mental health team. Awesome. We're really excited to have you too. Thanks so much for joining. Welcome. Hello, I am Patricia Kamara. I am a U3, U4 student at Mac campus studying concurrent food science and nutrition. And I am VP internal at DHNUS, the Dietetics Human Nutrition Undergraduate Society. Currently, um, I am a Hub peer supporter and I just started. That's really exciting. We've heard a little bit about um, the Hub peer supporters on our fall season um, and they do really awesome work. So that's really exciting. Um, and then Meha, last but not least. Hi, my name is Meha Sharma. I'm a PhD plant science candidate and McDonald campus commissioner in PGSS, which are liaison between the downtown campus and the McDonald campus. So we try to fill up the gap and gather the information from PGSS and transfer it here to Mac campus. Uh, Mac campus is home for me, so like I'm very excited to talk about it. And we're very excited to hear about it. Thank you so much, um, each and every one of you, for being here. Um, and you already sort of got into it with your response, Meha, about um, bringing PGSS and Mac together. Um, but to get us oriented um, when talking about Mac campus, we're just curious what you would say the main differences are between student life on the downtown campus and student life in Mac campus. I can I can um, give a little insight. Um, well, I lived my first two years on campus on Mac, at Mac, and I've lived my my most recent here downtown. I would say the main difference is that you know everyone, <laughs> um, at least on the face. Like you could recognize everybody. Obviously, that's a little different after the pandemic. I remember um, coming back. I was like, who are all these people that I do not know? But now um, I know them. Um, so that's one. And also um, news travels fast. That's another nice thing about um, Mac campus. So whenever 
there's an event of some sort, it's normally pretty easy to like let everyone know that it's happening because we're all sort of together. And another thing, I'm not sure if it's exactly reflective of how downtown is, but um, Mac is less intimidating for me anyway, um, just because they're, everyone is still my prop or still my TA, but they're very approachable, I feel, for the most part, especially in your first two years. And they're very involved in student life itself. I, I'd like to echo um, what Trish just shared. Um, I know that my experience, I was a student at McGill many, many years ago, did my undergrad and grad downtown, uh, born and bred West Islander, Montreal. So I, I had lived the West Island experience, but was a student downtown and now have worked, you know, on the West Island at McDonald campus, um, definitely has that vibe of small town feel, uh, lots of students will say that it's not too big a stretch from their high school experience. So profs and advisors and administrative staff and, you know, student services. Uh, it's not unusual to see people having lunch together and people who know each other and saying hello as we walk around campus. Uh, lots of collaboration. And that's something that when I think about, you know, some of the other local wellness advisors and many do uh, get to collaborate with student groups and with, you know, go into classes and stuff like that. But I would give myself probably um, the sweet spot of of having a lot of that. I'm not going to say I have the most because maybe one of my teammates would be like, no, that's not true. But um, it's super common practice to be invited into classes. Uh, very common for me to get to hang out with our awesome students and be invited to events that touch on wellness. Um, so there's less delineation. There's, it's a little bit more of a flattened hierarchy, if you will, um, which I love. So I would say those are some of the, like, the benefits of Mac Campus. Yeah, definitely Mac Campus is the close-knit society. If you walk in the hallway, you'll end up talking and meeting people. And you'll definitely lose the time as well, but it's really rewarding. <laughs> yeah, I miss talking to people these days. There's nobody here, but definitely before pandemic, we are a close-knit society. That's that's such an awesome thing to have as part of your your undergraduate education, and I think that that makes a, a lot a lot of sense, Patricia, when you said it's less intimidating and that there is this sort of flattened hierarchy. So yeah, that's that's really awesome. I like the the small town comparison. Um, and when it comes to that small town, I mean, Patricia, you mentioned that the word travels fast in terms of events and activities um, happening around campus. But what would you say um, to students looking to make the most of their time on Mac campus and really getting involved in this in this small community? I'd say the best way to enjoy um, community non-academic life on campus would be to join a group. There are not that many, but there are enough um, on that campus. It may or may not be, be associated with what you're studying, but there's DHNUS, which I'm a part of, but there are also sorts, there's also like a lot of other things like the tree climbing club or um, um, the music club. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to just meet up and sing. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of groups and it's also less strict for most of them when you can join. So contact the person in the group, like shoot them a quick message and you can normally tag along. Another good way of getting more involved or feeling the community more, um, if you don't necessarily wanna join a group, 
is to look at your resources. One way is if you live in residence, talk to a floor fellow. They've always been pretty helpful. I've met a lot of my friends through floor fellows, actually. They always have a lot going on. Um, talk to a peer hub supporter <laughs> like me. But yeah, look at your resources or join a group, I'd say, are the two go-to ways. Yeah, I would definitely echo what she just said. There are many opportunities. It's just if you want to get involved uh, by participating in activities organized by student societies, be it graduate and undergraduate societies or clubs, taking part in indoor and outdoor sports. There are, if you really like sports, there are intramurals or friendly badmintons. To me, I feel like sports was a big icebreaker, so I could make many friends. And uh, there is a McDonald campus uh, community garden. So if you are into gardening, you can uh, rent a plot for the summer and uh, you can have it like whole summer and grow your plants. So these are the one of the ways to get involved in the community. Yeah, I feel like there's um, a lot of really awesome, um, of course, clubs and groups. Um, you know, MCSS, our undergraduate student society, and MCGSS that May has a part of uh, our graduate student society. Um, I always say that that's like a good place for students to start, right? So follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Mac is a little bit more Facebooky than downtown, so that's something worth mentioning. <laughs> uh, downtown is very Instagram, um, and please, you know. Tell me if, if I'm wrong, Patricia and Meha, but my sense is that, you know, you can rely on what needs to be shared to be shared at least on the Facebook pages. Um, so there's lots of great stuff, not only that they, you know, do and, and organize. So like movie nights or, you know, uh, coffee breakfasts. Um, some of it has had to move virtual, of course, over this pandemic, but there's still opportunities for connection. But they also share out when there are other groups um, or other events happening where people could come and connect. So there are two really good places to start. And DHNUS that Patricia is a part of um, is really one of the very active groups on campus. And even students that are not dietetics and human nutrition often attend um, things that you know, DHNUS organizes. Um, but there's tons of other awesome groups. We have um, Rainbow Mac. We have, you know, the Music Club, as you mentioned, which is super active. We have the Woodsmen, very popular. Uh, they get up at literally the crack of dawn to practice. Um, and of course, the intramurals. There's lots of great winter activities, too. So even with the restrictions that we've been experiencing, uh, there's still skating and uh, cross-country skiing and snowshoeing that you can do. So sometimes it's just knowing, like, what can you do? And I think Floor Fellows is another great place if you're, you know, living in residence to just say, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, what activities do people do? And to ask upper years because they've lived, you know, the transition being a new student at McGill. And um, but there's so many different opportunities, even in our current situation. Um, I also just remembered something based on what Shannon just said. The MCSS newsletter is also a good place to look at. Everyone ignores it except me, I guess. Um, <laughs> but read it. Um, for my first year in university, to be brutally honest, it went to spam, but now I read it every single time because it keeps me very informed. So, yeah. Newsletters 
always have a wealth of information. And I agree with you. They go, they go unloved and a lot of love goes into them. So it's a labor of love. So yeah, there is always really good tips in there. And I'd never um, heard about the, the gardening uh, plot rental thing at uh, Mac campus. That's, that's really cool. I know about the apple picking, of course, um, famous for all the right reasons. I remember my, <laughs> my doormate coming back with like a 10 pound bag of apples in our first year. Um, and, and they went, they went to good use. But um, it's awesome to hear that there's also winter activities for the, the current predicament, given that going inside has been a little touch and go there for a while. Um, but yeah, what, what awesome advice, floor fellows, newsletters, all great, great places to start. Um, and of course, like the pandemic has been a bit of a wedge in terms of um, finding community, building community, reaching out to people. But outside of that, is there any difficulty finding or building community in the um, Mac campus context, particularly that you find? I mean, one comes to mind right off the bat, and I'm the non-student here, so I'm, I'm eager to see what the two of you say about this. But um, Mac doesn't have a lot of spaces to eat communally. And our res students don't have a cafeteria. They have a you know kitchen space that they um, well during the pandemic had to schedule times to use and cook their meals. So you know I think a big challenge is students coming in particularly to residents are spending a lot of time in their rooms. Um, they're not going down at meal time and sharing meals, you know, and they're often going in the kitchen to cook a meal and then bringing their food back to their room. Um, and even those not living in residence, uh, even our grad students will say to me, like, there's not a lot of space to go and, you know, share a meal and um, have that time for connection. And I think meal sharing is a really important opportunity for connection. So I would say that's maybe one downside is that we don't um, have, and I know downtown has lots of those opportunities. So I'd say that was something that comes to mind right away for me. But I don't know, Patricia or Meha, what your thoughts are on, on maybe some disadvantages. Yeah, definitely food bring people together. And uh, our cafeteria is small and very expensive, too. So not a lot of people can afford it. It's just like if you didn't get anything uh, either you end up eating chips from the vending machine or just nothing because it's very expensive, I'm sorry to say. Um, but yeah, as other than that, I would say that uh, as a graduate student, and especially if you are in a thesis program, initially you will definitely find yourself a bit isolated. You will have your friends as your lab mates only. That's the um, uh, thing. I think with all the thesis student, but with time, if you allow yourself to open up, Mac Campus does have resources, a graduate uh, peer support group for the students, and specifically, there are other resources, women in science. So if you want to be inclined towards academia, there are like many things that you can do. Uh, but yeah, definitely, like you need some time to adjust yourself. Yeah, I would just echo what both Shannon and Meha said. Another one that comes to mind is study spaces, which is kind of similar to the eating spaces. Um, one beautiful thing um, about downtown is that there are many spaces for studying that you can still um, socialize in. Like you don't have to be quiet to be there. 
Um, and that's something that's always missing at Mac. Also, when they're there, they do close pretty early, so you don't always have access. I do remember in my first year, I don't know if I, in my first year, we used to go to like the main buildings and just find a classroom that was open um, to sit down and socialize in because it was a space that was not the library. You also got a lot of library fatigue because you're going to the same place over and over again. You need something new. Um, and that was actually a, a good way of finding a space to go. I don't think that's available anymore. So that would definitely be a thing. Also within residence, when I was in residence, because a lot of the time you do spend on your floor and in your kitchen, um, you do isolate yourself from the rest of the residence. So unless you have friends on different floors, it was very easy to not know other people or not know them well in other floors, just because you would never have a reason to go upstairs um, and you never have a reason to go downstairs. You only come in and leave. Um, that can be pretty isolating, especially um, in the winter or the second half of the fall, I'd say, when um, your grades hit, especially in your first year, and you're feeling kind of like it's it's all a little uneasy, kind of. So you're like, I should I should get back to studying properly. But everyone's thinking like you, so the isolation can get too much. That's absolutely true. And I, I think it's really funny that you bring up the residence floor divide because that is is very real. I stayed in a downtown um, campus residence my first year, and I remember the only time I would leave my floor is if uh, the washer and dryer was broken and I had to find, find a different one. But other than that, it was like my little little lateral bubble. So I think I think that's a good point that you bring up. And of course, all of these problems um, people have noticed across student services have just been exacerbated by the pandemic. Um, so hopefully <laughs> the very small light at the end of the very long tunnel is that eventually these common spaces and things like meal sharing, which is, I agree, such an important part of, of making friends and meeting people, hopefully those things become more accessible somewhere in the future. Um, and then I was really curious actually to hear from each of you, um, what community spaces you're involved in. You've already each hinted at your roles in the introduction, but I was just curious what that looks like for you. Are you hosting sort of Zoom events? Are you participating in, in peer support? What does that look like? Um, yeah, what are your specific community ties and, and how are those faring? Um, in pandemic times, um, we do have, I, I would say, a big variety of um, things that we're still doing. Um, as part of DHNUS, for example, we do do um, online workshops. Um, we normally collaborate with student services in some shape or form. So whether that be CAPS or Shannon, um, we always want to invite people. We've done a lot of um, reaching out to alumni and then, then talking to us or reaching out to different communities and them talking to us like this week for example we have dietitians who work in indigenous communities come to talk about their experience um those are all very academic and wellness related um we also have a lot of social media content um so lots of reels lots of tiktoks lots of stories um and they are getting a lot of engagement and there are very fun to make and for me i found it really good because i've learned a new skill set 
like I would say pre-pandemic, I've not been deeply interested in social media or content creating in that sense, I'd say. Like I was always just going to write an article. Um, but now I find the TikToks, the reels and all that stuff, like it's it's my it's like my passion <laughs> currently. Um, so and that was because of the pandemic and it was because of THNUS and that's really exciting. So, yeah. Um, I would like to add that for more specifically for graduate students, it's um, sometimes hard to get their involvement. So during the pandemic, uh, NCGSS tried to host uh, virtual game events, Halloween costume event. Uh, we had like uh, various orientation activities. Students did enjoy them. Uh, during the fall semester, uh, we had the chance to go for kayaking um, in the like individuals as a separate. So it was fun. So we tried to have like a bit of this, but definitely involvement is a big issue with graduate students, I would say. Because I think they are always burdened with their thesis work. And, and MCGSS, the Graduate Student Society, was, was pretty famous on campus for their bagel breakfasts pre-pandemic. And like and we all know, anytime you've got like free food to give away, you're going to get people, you know, lots of foot traffic. And like it was, everybody would be talking about, oh, it's bagel breakfast. Did you hear it's bagel breakfast? But unfortunately, that is one thing that has had to be kind of adjusted, right? Uh, and hopefully we'll make its return sometime in 2022. Um, but yeah, I, I love, um, Patricia, what you were saying too about, you know, um, reels and TikToks and content that's being shared, because sometimes community is created in, in those ways too, right? And we've all had to diversify, myself included, and I'm like much older than all of you and not as savvy when it comes to some of this stuff. Um, but I've enjoyed participating it, in it. I've enjoyed, um, you know, working with students who tell me that they heard about something that was going on through some online platform, right? Uh, or learn some tips and tricks that way. So, you know, another way for really trying to build that community is like try and be sure to follow the pages um, where you're going to see some of that good stuff, right? So, of course, Healthier McGill is like, you know, the, the place to go for all of McGill. But McGill, you know, Mac has so many great pages that I follow that I encourage students to follow. So besides the student societies and DHNUS, like check out what's going on with Mac Athletics, check out what's going on, you know, McGill campus, um, Instagram and Facebook page, because sometimes that's where you're going to find out that there's something fun coming up, that there's a games night or a movies night or, you know, some maybe in-person outdoor activity. So to try and make the most of what, you know, we're currently dealing with and to really understand that, you know, there is a, a part of it that has to do with making sure that you have access to the information by, you know, following the key people so that you know what's up, when it's up. That's a great point. I love that you you brought up video content creation, uh, Patricia, because I, I agree. I think it's like a, a great equalizer in terms of involvement. For students who might have barriers um, to accessing or participating in, in Zoom or outdoor events for whatever reason, consuming information from social media can be a lot lower stress and, and easier to find. So I appreciate that you both brought up um, the Instagram, Facebook, and like video content that Mac Campus is making accessible. 
And that actually segues really well into our next question. There are also students who can find the social aspect of university life intimidating or difficult for a variety of reasons. And now with the pandemic, we're not only seeing one year of students who have never experienced campus life are incoming freshmen, but multiple classes who've been in online school for upwards of two years. Uh, So what would the three of you say to new or returning students who are feeling concerned or anxious about putting themselves out, out there and taking advantage of clubs and groups? Yeah, I just um, want to ensure them they are in the safe environment to express themselves. Uh, Everybody is going through the same board and they are your fellow mates. So try to express yourself. Um, And communication is the key to break anything in between. So communicate more and look around. You will definitely find uh, people like you. To add on to that, I'd also say, um, even though it may not always feel like it, whenever you do join a group activity or whether it be online or in person, there is no pressure to actually participate. Um, If you're not comfortable, it's okay to simply just like sit down and watch and maybe through going um you may pick out one or two people that you're like oh like they were really cool and to be honest um it's also very likely that someone might reach out to you and be like hey what are you doing later um do you want to do xyz or if you would like to you can always reach out to someone who was in the group and be like hey what are you doing later would you like to do xyz um another thing is I know it's not exactly the same because um, we don't even have roommates <laughs> anymore um, at McGill sometimes. But if you do know um, one person, um, you can go without one person. So it's a little less intimidating, um, little a little less like you against everybody else. It's you and your friend. Um, and that would be my advice. Just going to you know, kind of build off of what uh, Patricia and Mayha were saying about, you know, particularly new students connecting, or if there's any kind of, you know, feeling of discomfort to, let's say, join a group or a club, how can you feel connected? How can you, you know, really engage? Um, I think sometimes that's why students book appointments with me. Uh, Sometimes it happens that I'll meet with a student who is maybe struggling to connect, but doesn't necessarily want to connect with a group or club, Um, but they are feeling maybe some homesickness or feeling isolated. And so they might book, you know, a wellness planning session with me where we're really going to focus on, okay, what's some, what are some baby steps that can be taken towards connection? And You know, I really try and emphasize the value of buddying up when possible. This has already been touched on, right? So if there's someone um, that you've had some familiarity with, you've exchanged hellos, uh, or you've, you know, connected a little bit, you've had some conversation to use that person as the starting place to say like, hey, do you want to go for a walk today? Or did you hear that there's badminton? And would you like to try that out? Um, versus feeling this pressure to be as connected as you were pre-pandemic or as connected as you were, let's say, in high school, if you're a new student. Um, The pandemic has definitely also affected people's confidence in socializing, right? So we can't ignore the fact that we're all kind of learning how to navigate, you know, conversation and small talk and relationship building, right? 
So start small and reach out to an individual if there's someone in your circle. And if there's not another student that you can reach out to, um, not to hesitate to reach out to your local wellness advisor because um, we do play that role as well. This has been a really awesome conversation. Unfortunately, Patricia had to leave us. But before we conclude, Shannon and Meha, I wanted to know what your favorite part of being a member of the Mac campus community was. What do you like most? Sure. Um, my favorite part about being part of Mac campus is just the feeling of being connected to other people, that familiarity and the smiles and the hellos, even with our masks on, our eyes say hello to each other when we see each other. So that's definitely my favorite part is just that sense of belonging and that, um, you know, we all matter, that it matters that we show up and that we're part of the, the bigger picture. And uh, that's, that's my absolute favorite part. Yeah, my favorite part is the community, the close-knit community we have at MAC. Uh, professors are very approachable. Help is very approachable. So being treated as a family as well. So that's the biggest asset being part of the MAC campus. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective on Mac Campus this episode. Um, I learned a lot, and I think that our listeners will gain something from our conversation as well. Again, Shannon, Meha, and Patricia, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Studenting. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback about this episode or the show in general, you can reach us at student.services at mcgill.ca. If you want to know what resources are available to you as a McGill student, hit the link in our show notes for Ask McGill. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And make sure to follow Student Services on social media at McGillsDoServe to keep up with everything we're doing. Join us next week for a conversation about building faith and interfaith communities on campus. Mm-hmm.